It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names... It would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. Hey, here we are, everybody. It's It's the ultimate Cleveland sports show. It's Brad. It's G. It's J. Wait, Jay's not here. It's an empty seat because somehow he got stuck in traffic. Who gets stuck in traffic in Cleveland? He's born and raised in Cleveland. There's really no traffic. Like, guys, how does he not know his way around on the street? You, you, if you get traffic in Cleveland, you get off the highway, you take the streets. He got he, his cars. His cars are so expensive. He like Night Rider. His car should talk to him. <laughs> Jay, Jay, you do understand that there's there's it's, it's traffic backed up. We should go another way. He's having a conversation with his car. I don't know how he got caught. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't use the street game. Street games. Was, <laughs> see, you're supposed to see when people are slowing down. You got to know it. Get off that exit. Something is wrong. Right. <laughs> is there Jay's, Jay's, not, Jay's not from the streets, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, Jay's yeah. not from the streets. You don't know. Brad, you got to look like, Hey, listen. Uh-huh. You got to have street game wherever you're from. Oh, <laughs> oh hey, listen, no, no. Listen, it's a lot going on in this world. Man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think he just left his house late. Let's be honest. He left his house. I mean, he overslept. He, I don't know what happened. I, but listen, man. He's yeah, there usually, he is. He usually He's usually good at it because you know he wears his same clothes. He got tearaways. Like he wears, he wears the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Greg Pruitt. Yeah, tear that away. He be yeah. right in, the, in an anchor suit. He's Greg Pruitt. Huh? Well, Greg Jay Pruitt will get TV. here eventually, uh, and eventually he'll join That's us nice. to be part part of this conversation, guys. Greg Pruitt on TV. But Should we lock the doors? Should we just make Jay stand outside all day? <laughs> like, like, hey, you know, put a got, broom between the doors? I Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so his key card is different. That's true. His he key, got the special he access. He got the special joy. As G said before the show, he knows everybody in Cleveland, but he don't know the streets. <laughs> Not on the streets. <laughs> I know that guy. I had a conversation with that guy. All right, guys. Uh, Let's do it. Let's do it. A couple people that Jay doesn't know, I think, but he okay. might. Brian Flores and Jim Schwartz are the two leading candidates for the Browns defensive coordinator position. Brian Flores and Jim Schwartz have both interviewed in the last two days. Gerard Mayo was expected to be interviewed at some point. That's now off the table because he is staying in New England as they officially bumped him up to defensive coordinator. Sean Desai at this point, I don't think can be interviewed because the Seahawks are playing tomorrow. So they have to wait until the Seahawks will probably be eliminated tomorrow. I think we all assume, but you never know. Uh, in terms of the top two candidates, guys, not hearing a lot about Jim Schwartz, but you are hearing a lot about Brian Flores. Gee, I'll start with you. Are you getting antsy now that Brian Flores has left the building 
and is interviewing with the Cardinals, apparently, for their head coaching job. Yeah, I'm getting real antsy, bro. I, I mean, the Cardinals is just as bad as we is. Like, you know, the Cardinals will hire somebody on a whim in a heartbeat. So I'm, you know, and I, and I always want another person to progress. Like, like I want you to be able to get another job. We talk about it all the time. There's not that many African Americans get an opportunity, and for him to get an opportunity this quickly after, you know, him saying like, "Yo, the league is basically blackballing me and told me to lose games, sabotage me," he's right back up again um, with the Cardinals. Man, I, I I thought if this was gonna be your top candidate, the Browns needed to make sure that they gave him a deal that he could not refuse. He's not getting on the plane, going nowhere. He, they should have put the, the same people that was in, in the building with Deshaun Watson when them tactics was going down and he got that 230. Yeah, yeah. They should have had that same negotiation team <laughs> because you don't want to let him get out here and start filling the water. They start recruiting him, and all of a sudden, his name is going to rise, and he might get one of these head jobs. So, so you wanted that same energy. Same that energy, same, all of that it. That same energy. Well, I, I, I was telling McNuggets before, I said, here's the problem, right? The league is already mad at the Browns for Watson. Yep. Right. Now you come back and you hire Flores. <laughs> I never thought about that. You gotta have some stones on you, baby. You gotta have some stones on you, baby. I gotta tell you, I don't think like people getting mad at the Browns for letting Brian Flores walk out the door door. He was always gonna walk out the door. Oh, yeah, he's you don't me. think he knew that the like his agents talking to these teams. Yeah. Of course he knew that at least somebody and whether the Cardinals are going to hire him is not, or somebody else going to hire him is not, or not as a head coach, we don't know. Yeah. But he's never going to just take a DC job when there's still a possibility well, that he can get a head well, coaching you, job. You, have, so you could be mad about the at the no. Browns for a lot of things, but you can't blame them for Brian Flores. Well, well no, I don't think nobody's blaming him, right? Yeah. I said that he, I think we were more so talking about the energy required yeah, to well. keep him here. Okay. Here, here, here's the problem. Here's the reality. Let me just get the reality for Brian Flores, right? Dog, he's still mad at you. Yeah, There's some people mad. around here still mad at you, right? They ain't like the way that went down. They did not, right? And so I saw this thing. <laughs> the Cowboys bringing it. Uh, 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 Cowboys brought in um, Marvin Lewis for the for interview. You ain't hiring Marvin hey, Lewis. Man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I what the Cowboys? This is this is this is what. This, oh, this, a while yeah, ago. Yeah, oh, so, okay. You're not hiring. You're not hiring Marvin Lewis. You know that. We you, know you're not. Do you believe that Flores? <laughs> is, this is just a Rooney move. Well, you know. Come on, they checking boxes here. Yeah, they right? got to they got to check the, they got to check Cause boxes. Cuz here be straight up, he was on a rail out of town. He was almost out of here. Yeah, yeah he was down to coach at high school. Yeah. Remember that? I, I yeah. mean, yeah, <laughs> because he I mean, you, he, it wasn't like he came back to a DC position. His boy he saved came, him. He, he's like, "I'm not saving him." He they tucked him away. Yeah. Right. Here you go. Be be cool, let it die down a little right. bit. Yeah. And then he comes back. Now I I'm just trying to figure out is it the Cardinals that's really interested or they just trying to fill some boxes? Wait some time before they get who they really want. I can't want. remember who else the Cardinals have interviewed. If they've interviewed any other black candidates, that would, you know, factor in. That is an unfortunate piece. Like, the Rooney rule was put in place with a good intent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was no right? question. There's good intent. No but what's, what has happened is now guys are getting used. Used. Just to fill this the box, the box, the box right? The box. Now, in, in a way, there's even in, in that scenario – it does allow a coach who might not have gotten an opportunity to interview to get in front of a team, maybe impress that guy or somebody else that, and maybe somebody else does hire that coach at another time. But the reality is, as I said yesterday, uh, black coaches in the NFL are in a tough spot because they don't get the same opportunities. 
And so a, a black coach that gets offered a head coaching job is less likely to be picky because there's less opportunity. You're right. That's and true. so, you're, uh, uh, so you're more likely to take a job that's not as good and thus more likely to get fired because the situation's worse. Yeah. That, the that, Cardinals also interviewed Vance Joseph, by the way. Okay. So they so, have interviewed two okay. black head coaches. Okay, so that does mean they didn't so. have to interview Brad Right, right. Well, as yeah. long as the one Jim Caldwell and Lovey Smith, because they've been trying them in there. <laughs> like, them is the token dude. I got to tell you, they I've them said up. for years, I can't believe Jim Caldwell it doesn't have a job. I always thought Jim Caldwell was a hell of a coach. He would, until this year, he and, I, and, and the Lions still didn't make the playoffs. Jim Caldwell did good with the Lions. Yeah. Nobody else did anything with the Lions for 15 years. And they, and just, he couldn't, and they should have never fired him. And I couldn't believe nobody. Now, he's really old at this point. Yeah, at this point. But I, still. Yeah, yeah, they're really checking boxes at this point. But but the bottom line is, I mean, if, if Flores doesn't get a head coach, obviously he's going to take a head coaching job, no matter what yeah, you offer him yeah, as, BC, no, no as he should. And, and Arizona, even though I agree with you, G, they're a bad organization as well. It's not a terrible spot to be a head coach because oh, no. you got Kyler Murray. I don't love Kyler well, Murray, but I like him. Well, they've got, and they were so bad this year that they probably can only go up from here. They've got to mirror Kyler Murray with somebody, right? This this, this not gonna work, right? Uh, you I, got, I don't you, know if Brian Flores and Kyler Murray are the perfect well, combo. But, but yeah. see, but I, I, I'm only thinking like I think uh, Phoenix is thinking, Arizona's thinking, right? Yeah. Because I got to get him under control because this thing uh, last year. Him and Klingsberg, that that was that no, was out of, that was out of pocket, right? And so it just is a bad buy. If yeah. Kyler Murray's going nowhere with all that money you gave him, so he's no. going nowhere. And, and and you think about it, that, that's the that's the hard thing about when you get to give him the bag like that, because he got the bag now, and he got he got receivers. Yeah. <laughs> you got DeAndre Hopkins, you, you got Hollywood Brown, right? You got a solid running game in Connor. Like it's just I don't understand. I'm not understanding why. They yeah, they actually over, have good skill talent. They, they, I don't they know do. why they can't get over the hump. They, I don't think they, you know how they were talking about it. I don't know if they believe in him as a leader, leader. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like hey, guys, yeah. we got this. Like, yeah. we not Well, once around. that news leaked, remember before the uh, season, yeah, 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 and he had to study yeah, yeah. his contract, like, that makes everybody look bad. Yeah. It made the team look bad. It made him look bad. It probably soured the relationship. It probably got because Kingsbury fired. came in there and he wanted Kyler Murray, so it seemed like they had a good relationship at one point. Cliff and Kyler, little backstory: Cliff was the OC at A and M. He recruited Kyler Murray to Texas A and M. Those guys go way back. Yeah, when he took the Cardinals' job. He took that job Absolutely. to draft Kyler Murray number one. Right, but it's those soured. two were tight, and then it just dissipated yeah. with everything else to transfer. And I think Kingsbury's a joke. I mean, how that guy ever got a head coaching job in the NFL, I'll never know. He was terrible in college. What he won one bowl game in college? He had a losing. Have you ever heard of a guy with a losing record in college get an NFL head coaching job? Man, he got, he, no. he he looked apart. Yeah, speaking of that, I see. I he had see. a losing record with Mahomes, by the way. That's with Mahomes, oh, with Mahomes. <laughs> That's insane. Like that, that has to be thrown in there. It's one thing to have a losing record. It's another thing to have a losing record with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, as your but Mike, even without Mahomes, which makes it worse. Yes. Have you ever heard of a college head coach getting an NFL job with a losing record in college? Never. I, I don't think it's ever happened before that I can think of. Never, never. Yeah. I, you know, for me, well, I, was that, I think Matt Rule actually had a losing record, but that's because he went one and eleven his first year in Temple. Yeah, he did go to Temple. Temple yeah, but was it wasn't. Mat. It wasn't like uh, the cart. It wasn't like uh, there, there's Jay. There's Jay. The traffic man. <laughs> I, How do you not know the streets of Cleveland? You're born and raised here. Let me get my mic on. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't wait we to get you. We were killing you for not knowing the shortcuts around town. <laughs> He's oh, like, no. 
See, this is the weirdest. So there's yeah. no snow downtown. Right. None. <laughs> Nothing. None on the west side. Well, when you get to 70, 77, 77, 77, north 70, and south. 77, 77 and 40. Snow? Multiple accidents. Yeah. Absolutely. It's. Yeah. Well, if That's you crazy. live in Cleveland, this is something that you yeah. really have to kind of experience firsthand right. because when to people the east side gets it worse, but I didn't worse. Yeah. 480 was a parking lot. Is that bad? I didn't realize. Oh, it's wow. unbelievable. Oh, wow. It is absolutely. Yeah. And Stand what's still. crazy is as I'm coming in, I'm trying to keep my 40 to 50 yards yeah. Yeah. from any car in front of me, but the people behind me don't. Right. You know, and then, and right. So th- I'm watching cars one after another go off 480. It's really, really bad on the How much snow you got? It was icy last night when I left basketball. It's not Heights. so much the snow. I think icy. we got four inches in chagrin, but it's oh. the ice. Yeah. Everything underneath yeah. the slush is frozen. You see. So what, what happens is yeah. if you don't know it when you slam on the brakes, yeah, mm. you're in the ditch. So where were you at? Were well, you at? I, I caught a big break, and I'm telling you because if it was if I was about. Five minutes before it, I'd be in the gridlock stuck on 77. Those people aren't getting out for hours. Oh, man. Um, I have Waze, and Waze said, uh, we're rerouting you because there's a closure ahead. Mm -hmm. But a lot of those cars didn't know it. They were still in the two left lanes to get off 480 and to get on I-77. And I thought, well, maybe it's a single accident and it's not bad, but... When Waze told me 77 was closed, I went far left lane and then inched my way to 176, and it was amazing. As soon as you get to that sort of demarcation line where you're west of 480, yeah, gone, clear. Nothing. Clear. clear It's funny. I had ice. When I came out of my house this morning, my car was covered in ice, Yeah, but there was no snow, and I, you know, the roads were completely fine. It's snowing right now, and it's snowing heavily. That's crazy. Like visibility, maybe a hundred yards. But nothing once you got downtown. That's Listen, crazy, as man. soon as I got to the 480-77 split, yeah. which from doing this commute for three plus years, mm-hmm. that is the epicenter. That's there. Right. As soon as you get there and you start going east on 480, it's almost like you're going into a different country. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Of, I remember that in Buffalo when they had a huge snowstorm. I know they had a huge. They're the same way because it's the lake effect right? there, too. Where there'd be part, like by the stadium, it'd be, there was like five feet of snow. And my friend was living somewhere south or whatever, and he had like two inches. It's crazy. Yeah. But it really here. is. Yeah. So, right. my apologies. Um, and the other thing, too, is when, you're co- when you come from the east, like it's 480 or nothing. You know, you've got to go that the way. The west is a much. The west, the west, you've got a lot of so different routes. To get around. Yeah, if there's a road closure coming from yeah. the west, okay, I can swing up too. I can do, there's mm-hmm. different back roads right. you can take. When you got to go over the valley, but you don't really have to go to the right. valley. You could get off of transportation and work your way back through the, through no, the road. No, Brad, I wish, yeah, I wish yeah, even yeah. To transpor- how, getting to transportation yeah. took me a half hour from my house. It normally wow. takes me about 10 minutes. Yeah, that's Now, crazy. the roads were bad. And now from so transportation. Be safe out there. Yes, please, if you're going out and you're particularly on the east side. Don't, don't go to the, the east side the if you don't have to. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Um, and what's so weird is, you talk about different universes, the second you get downtown, there's no snow Nothing. on the ground here. Nothing. There's no snow inch. downtown. Yeah. So it's just, it's super bizarre. And I've learned that from living here. Yeah. The risk you run is if there's a road closure. Yeah, you screw. You're, you're kind of done. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. know. How do you come in? Because so, so you live in right? Yeah, I live in Yeah, so you, don't, you never I have to worry the, about I it. I, always, no I get on 90 most of the time. If there's ever any traffic on 90 where there rarely is at the time I drive in, then I take the shore now, way. Now, now, oh, now, this that's whole a nice, nonsense about the shore way being a speed limit of 35 
is absurd. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's crazy. Why do they have that? There? I don't know why that is. I'm Brad, I know. I looking to you. We look like you made Mr. the law. Come on, I'll fix that. Now I did have to go. When, Come out to the east side. I going out to going to Salt. I had to drive my wife off because she didn't have a driver's license. Yeah. In Solon. Oh okay. gosh. Listen. That's deep yeah, east side. So that's east. Death. That's then, right like, next to Grand Falls. You get you touch that bridge. Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm still in traffic over here by Warrensville. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Hey, Brad, how you doing over there? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the big thing is if you are yeah. going out on the east side, just, just be careful. Be very Avoid careful. It if you can. And if you, I-77 now, is it was closed northbound. Yeah. Um, a, you know, I don't know at what time it happened, but I know now it's also closed so southbound. southbound. Yeah. So both yeah. both lanes Ugh. are closed. And when you Stay get to away. that split, you know, when you're coming under 480 and you can see 77 both ways, yeah. it's not just a parking lot. Literally, all six lanes are locked down. Yeah. They're oh. not moving in Nothing. either direction. Nothing. That sucks. Nothing. 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 That sucks. Yeah, yeah, I know. All right, so, so could we, we were talking. Catch me up. Where are we? We are start. We started a conversation about the DCs, the fact that Mayo now off the list. Sean Desai can't interview till next week. If the right. Seahawks, let's, assuming the Seahawks get eliminated, otherwise he'd be, be And I'm longer. sure you mentioned the fact that Florio is or Flores. Flores record. is inter- interviewing for the Cardinals head coaching head job. coaching job, which. You know, we, we started the conversation by saying, is this they're trying to check the box for the Rooney rule? But it's not because they did interview Vance yep. Joseph already. Right. Yep. So they are legitimately interviewing him. And But really the question is, are we panicking about this situation? I'm not. Yeah. Are, are you have a sense of panic about the situation? Uh, not panic, but concern. You know, panic would be like, oh, my God, who are we going to hire? Yeah. Right. Uh, there's going to be some other good names available yeah. that we don't know yet. Because, right, once you know, go through the first week of playoffs, some teams, obviously seven teams or six teams are going to be out. Yeah. Maybe some new names in the mix. So there'll be point. some new names that pop up. I The only reason there's concern is because obviously Flores is going to be the hot, is going to be a hot commodity. Yeah. Um, and clearly if, if Arizona wants him, they can nail him today. Yeah. Right. But right. Know, for a head coaching job? Yeah. Sure. Like if he, if he blows their doors off, then you can check his name off the list. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So I, I'm just a little concerned. Jim um, Schwartz is not getting as much buzz as Brian Flores, obviously. Right. And, and listen, if we got Schwartz and I guess we all considered that would be the consolation prize. Yeah. Yeah. I would love Schwartz. He is outside had, of those yeah. two though. That I'm really concerned. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing with Schwartz is He's not as exciting as Flores because we know the track record that Flores is a big blitzer. He's a, whereas Schwartz, the defense will have a more similar feel to this in style to what we've seen. However, the bottom line is with multiple organizations, and I know he wasn't the DC in Tennessee, but he was very involved in the defense as a senior assistant. Right. Wherever he's been, Tennessee, Buffalo, Philly, their defense is always good. Yeah. And right. if you Joe Woods at, had a good track record coming in too, though. Right, but he hadn't been a DC. That Joe Woods has only been a DC yeah. like a year or two yeah. before. Joe had a here. top. Wh- where'd they finish last year? Was uh, it, was last it year, five? his was last five? year, the, the Niners. No, the Browns. Our, our, oh, it was. I think it was eight. I mean, he was a top ten defense yeah, for sure. I, I thought he was even higher than that. It might have been. Oh, you talking about last? Oh, last. Yeah, season. last season. I see. Yeah, but you, I mean, CSS staff. Can we? Staff but if you look at, that, right? if you look at, uh, were the Browns finished in total defense last year? Yeah, yeah, but total defense doesn't matter. No, give us a couple metrics. But I mean, it's it it is kind of the metric. It's it's uh, you can look for defensive efficiency. There's yeah. a lot of different things. That but you if can you look, look at look some at. of the the advanced stats on Jim Schwartz, five years in a row, his defense has been top five. Yeah. Between Tennessee and Philadelphia, he was the DC when they won the Super Bowl in Philadelphia. So I mean, a strong defense. I, I I got if if you end up with Jim Schwartz, I got no problem with that whatsoever. What's the number, McNuggets? They finished fifth last year. That's what I thought. Wow. In yards allowed. 
in points per game allowed, they were right in the middle. They were 14th, so right in the middle. Actually, they were better last year by less than one point. They had 21.4 points allowed last year. They were 22.4 this year, so one point difference. Yeah. And then in takeaways, they were much better last year. You know, year, maybe the play bowl is you bring Schwartz in. Uh, you know, it's Schwartz interview already? He was yes. first, wasn't he? He was Wednesday. Yes. Uh, I, I know it seems like a panic move. I'd offer them a job right now. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, I'd offer him the job right now. I mean, you know what you're getting. Yeah. If he does slip away and goes somewhere else, you see what's left. What? What what about when when does when does the personality come in? The X and O's are fine. That's very important. I said, when when does the personality equation come in here? Because I don't. We had we we had people here that were non-responsive. What is Schwartz's personality brand? Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't really come to mind one way or the other. Yeah, I don't think he's a hard ass. I think he's even keel. But he comes across as a very knowledgeable X and O guy. But he's not from the. But he's not the Stefanski nerd school. And he's not. No, he's <laughs> not. He's not uber aggressive. Like the reason I like Flores is because he he. If I was a player, and I played defensive end, I would want to play for someone like that. Mm-hmm. I would want to play for because I would know it's attack. It's attack, and I would know as a defensive end, I don't want to be dealing with one on one blocks all the time. I need. I want to get home based on some schemes like. Oh snap! They you, we didn't even know they was coming from the outside. I want to get somebody so, that put me in those so positions me, where I could be aggressive. Let, let me ask you a question, because you, you played on the defensive side of the ball, right? You, you know the game. You play for that type, or you play for Buddy Ryan? Man, give me Buddy Ryan, bro. If you if you find me, if you the one, the one thing I remember about those Bears teams, <laughs> they loved Buddy. Ryan. They loved him, and because they carried he, him off the field, they were yeah, like, mm-hmm. well, but then Buddy Ryan went to be a head coach. And he right, sucked. exactly that. But, Never had but, success. Right, but at the at the at the DC, <clears throat> my goodness, because you know, I, I always feel like players will emulate the people that surround them, right? So if the guy yeah. at the tip top is playing it even, do, do you remember the uh, the documentary, the Thirty for Thirty that? ESPN did on the 85 Bears yeah. mm-hmm. and but and Buddy Ryan and the whole relationship. I just remember a lot of those interviews. They talked to defensive players, and they they literally talked about Buddy Ryan as if he was their father. Mm-hmm. They they just absolutely loved him. But what we learned through history was, and I think a lot of that was Buddy wasn't afraid to not only in practices, but also in the media kind of take shots at, go, the off, would, at his own offense. Well, he would be going at Dickie too. Sure. sure and, would. And so Mike is watching the assistant. You know what it would be the equivalent of? You give out all the presents on Christmas Day and your kids are hugging your uncle because they like his presents better than they like yours. <laughs> And you're now, now as the father, you're looking at your brother saying, okay, so you're going to try to come up in my own house right. and you're going to try and to upstage what, and me. And that's what happened in Chicago. And, and all of a sudden, <laughs> once things started to go sideways. It went sideways. Dick is gone, and Buddy takes the head coaching job in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, yep. And, oh, my God, was that a disaster. It was a mess. It, you, you know, I, I look at it. 
when you could flip that switch and you could turn it over in your head, the coaches I played for when I got recruited, I, I liked this guy named Ray McCartney. So I don't even know where you're at right now. Uh, him and Coach Mullen, I loved them do so much because they had a mentality. Where of, were they? Um, they well, they went to Wake Forest. So oh, okay. they, they oh so OU. they were they they're the ones that were at OU yeah, and recruited. Yeah, then know, they OU. left the Wake Forest. Everybody got a bag. Um, <laughs> they uh, they they ended up, a couple years later they won the ACC championship. I'm like, this is some crap. This is Wake Forest, but I love them do so much because. They only cared about results, bro. Right, right. They would be like, listen, man, we don't listen. We're not trying to. We know you know how to get in your gap. We we don't want gap players. We want playmakers. Yeah, everything was about bonus points. Mm -hmm. He said, man, if you and your gap, that's bare minimum. That's like saying, you know what? I, I, I work hard. That's why I don't like when when Stefanski says we, we're going to work hard. That's a prerequisite to be even in the, in the show. There's a skill. There's a skill set to making a player reach maximum. Yes, potential. it. Yes, it is. There is a, a say that again. There's a say skill that again. set to making a player reach maximum potential. That's really what coaching that's is all about. Well, Kevin Stavansky did a great job of that with Baker Mayfield. Oh, that's fire. <laughs> he did, and he did a great job of that with Jacoby Brissett. Which, by the way, I know we didn't talk about it on the show, but did Never you see what that. Jacoby did when he was cleaning out his locker? Oh, what did he, do? he left jerseys with signed messages on them yeah, behind for, for several players. Yeah, that's good. Which, you know, Wow. Oh, and that goes to talk, you know, he is a champion yeah. person. And I hope and I think he's going to do okay this offseason. I think he, he's going to get a job. He's about to be a, he about to be a general manager. I, 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 would, I, I, I like everything he made up of. Like he got that thing where people respect him. He's the dude that come in the building mm -hmm. and you respect his whole situation. Right. Because like, think about it. I, don't, I ain't <laughs> never, they respect him so much. They got a $250 million dude in Deshaun Watson, and Coach Stefanski still puts him in the game to just run sneaks. Yeah. Now, now guess what? Anybody can run a quarterback sneak, but he does that because he has an affinity towards – he coming – that would never happen nowhere else. And I'll give him credit for it. He's going to get an opportunity to try to start somewhere – but I, I just like his leadership style. He's gonna be a, he gonna be a yeah. GM. He, he will get it. He actually will after this year. I think get a chance because there's enough teams with bad quarterback situations. He'll probably get a chance to start somewhere else. But getting back to the GM for a second, or the GM, the, the DC. DC. Mm -hmm. I, I do think we have to realize that like we've all gotten hot and bothered by Brian Flores right now, right? <laughs> and I get it. I like I'm in the same boat. But the reality is that and. With the Browns, it's nearly impossible to give them the benefit of the doubt because usually they get it wrong when they right. hire somebody. Right. But the reality is none of us know for sure who the right choice is for D.C. It's a guess. Flores is just a sexy name right now. But an, uh, I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. When the Bengals hired Lou Anarumo, I said, who the hell is this guy? Mm -hmm. right. And now he's one of the best D.C.s in the league. Doesn't mean that the, right. Right. doesn't mean the that, Browns are right. going to get it right. You're right. It doesn't, but it I also did, doesn't mean if but, they, if the but, guy is not a big name, but, it doesn't mean. But I think the, the Browns guy. have to take into account. Yeah, you know, I saw Jimmy Donovan's rant the other day. Yeah, yeah. I was going to take that. Out. It was a it, good point. It was. It, he made it, a good it, point. it was. It was. Yeah. Well, it was spot on. I loved it. It was spot on. He basically said it's time for this organization to pull back the curtain. Let the fans know what the hell's going on. What are we they doing? don't give you any answers. They give on us anything. nothing. What are we it's doing? Almost what like, are, it's what almost like it's almost like they're like some sort of and, secret operative and Jimmy, government. Jimmy's one of theirs. <laughs> and we understand. Yeah, so it's really strong coming from the play-by-play -play oh, guy. Because yeah. Yeah. it was critical. Yeah. Jim was. I mean, he nailed it with that take. He's 100% right. Yep. We all understand this. Plenty of things that the team's got to keep secret. We right. all get that. Sure. Everybody. 
but you got to let us in a little, especially when everybody's angry. Take us inside a well, little. Well, I don't know. I'm just going to guess. I haven't talked to Jimmy about yeah. this. I retweeted it. Yeah. Um, and it got a lot of traction, a lot of response on, uh, I don't know if Bally was the one that ret- that tweeted it out first for his, his Browns uh, Red Zone show. Yeah. But one of the, I read a lot of comments on feedback on it. And one of the things that I saw was a lot of organizations don't let the fan base in. And, and I get that. That's true. That is, that, to, to your point, Bull, yeah, you're right. not going to tell them everything. However, I do think, and I'd like to talk to Jimmy about this because I don't want to put words in his mouth. But as I was watching it, I was saying, he is getting at the D Podesta. I, I think. My, my take was, he wants to know more information about what the hell Paul D. Podesta yeah. does. Well, it's because and it's because they're, you're losing. Like, you don't find out anything from Belichick, but he's winning. Sure. But I guarantee you, in Boston, <clears throat> no matter how long Belichick won for it, he did, all of a sudden, the last three years, they look like a, a you know, run-of-the-mill they're organization. They're like a 500 team without right. Brady. Uh-oh. There's some people that are going to start being like, getting ticked at Belichick. But... The better your team is, the less the fans yeah. care about things like that. Sure. If the Browns won 12 games this do year, do your business well, and do it in secret. Yeah, well, 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 we don't well, care. The, the, the problem is they don't win 12 games. <laughs> That's right. 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 So, so, so it's you fair just, for they, Browns fans to wonder, yeah. why are the keys to the franchise in the hands of a former baseball and then GM? You, then, That's just then, fair. Then, then the two front men that come, the front men. That's what the front men that come out. They give you these generic answers. I can't even listen to it. I can't listen to this. Well, I'll tell you this. 48 laws of power. You always say less than you have to. And and that's fair. When you say less than you have to, we have to do this because now everybody's insulated. We can't go to D. Podesta and say, you got to be held accountable because we don't know what he does. We can't go to Stefanski and be like, you know what? You need to be held accountable because we don't know if you got power. We don't even know if Barry. But but G, at some point, you got to give him a little bit more than the same line you gave me two weeks ago. Or three weeks ago. Yeah. At some point, you got to just yeah. give it a little bit more. Uh, just, you got to give me the whole the thing. The fact of the matter is, after a, a one playoff season, right. this team has woefully underperformed. Yes, it has. They've been under 500 both of the last two years. And at some point, the fan base is going to get restless. You can't lose sight of this. They're the reason you're here. In, in business, in general, one of the first rules of business is, your customer is your lifeline. Right. Without your customer, you don't need to be here. And the Browns have taken advantage of the fact that, that we're loyal to, uh, to a fault. To a fault. Yes. We are loyal to a fault. Right. I have friends around the country that watch the pain that I go through every they're fall. Like, they're like, why? And they're like, bro, why are you doing this to yourself? There's 31 other teams that really know how to put together a winning team. This is self-inflicted, but you're a masochist. Yeah. Right. That They look at me like that. The fan, and, the, and that's why, like... The Guardians generally, and certainly the Cavs, treat their fans much better than the Browns do. Right. And the Brown, by the yeah. way, the Browns treat their fans as well as they have to. And by the way. And right. that's our fault. Yeah. That's on the fans. Yes. We uh, keep coming back. for Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes. A lot of people treat people bad. They shouldn't. They take advantage of them. Yeah. And right now, in the education system, colleges do the same. Why not switch it up and go to Tri-C? Yeah, that's a everyone great point. does, nice. except Tri-C. Our Browns Talk today is sponsored by Cuyahoga Community College. Tri-C supports their students financially, professionally, personally, opening up doors to endless possibilities. Tri-C is where the future starts. It starts right now. I think Paul D. Podesta made it to go to Tri-C. Nice <laughs> January that's 2023. So and let's welcome in our man, Dequell Jackson, joining us from 
the bluest state in the country, Florida. Oh, and when I say blue, I don't mean Republican. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's a white balance. Whatever reason, there's a turquoise rug in the room. The quail looks a little blue, but we still love the quail. Yeah, what do you know? What's up, the quail? I'm blue. Remember that old song? Happy Friday the 13th to you, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here uh, back in Clearwater, Clearwater Florida, um, staying at the beach right now. We uh, of course, Tonight, man. I'm actually getting honored and being inducted to my high school Hall of Fame. So, oh, my yeah, God. That's awesome. Cool. Hey, Scott, what, what, what high school did you go to? So it's, uh, it's called Seminole High School. So it's, oh, it's I multiple. Oh, Seminole well. Oh, still, well, still well there's good. multiple Seminole High Schools throughout Florida. It's not the one in Sanford, Florida. Oh, but right. the one in Nellis County. Um, so what year did you graduate? 2002. 2000. Then you know what? I Ooh. I watched you play high school football, and I'm just now learning that. But I, I, <laughs> worked, at, I worked at ABC in Tampa from 98 to 03. Are you so, serious? Absolutely. So I was the sports oh director there. So I was out oh. covering high school football for my five years there. And you all had, did you have a legendary coach? Yeah. So he had been around forever. Yeah. You, you could be mistaken us with Braden the Southeast Seminoles. They were really good. They had, no, uh, no, I remember okay, several, okay. you guys had a baseball player that was the number one overall yes. pick. Yes. Yes. We have multiple, my junior year. And there, his senior year, we probably had my high school had probably like ten or twelve guys, like maybe three guys go first round. Yeah, uh, multiple guys went within the first three rounds. No, we, I, I went to every baseball game yeah, in high school. Crazy baseball program. Didn't lose. Mm. They didn't lose all year. But and your a lot football of guys program was good too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We yeah. Were, so Sam Roper, he's actually getting inducted tonight as well. Oh, so he good. he's been a legendary coach for for God knows how long, and he just retired maybe. Two years ago, uh, he had been there since 1985. So, I mean, it was only right. By the way, by the way, you guys are talking about football and baseball. The first thing I think of with Clearwater being on Clearwater Beach, because I've been there a number of times, is like all the uh, good breakfast places that I've got. There are here. a lot of good I'm breakfast places. I'm thinking of all the food. <laughs> Great <laughs> food on Clearwater. You got the little aquarium yeah. right there. Remember going to that? Oh, yeah. I, I love oh, yeah. Clearwater Beach, because that's where the Phillies had their spring training. Yes. So, I've, mm-hmm. I've been there many times. Yeah. But uh, we so, ain't going to so eat Jim, tonight. So Jay, you may know the name Casey Koshman. Casey Koshman Casey played was in the, Cleveland. No, he was oh a, yeah, he was the number one overall draft first, first baseman, right? Yeah, we went to high school. school. Yeah. Bull, this, my, kid high school. <laughs> this kid in high school was like Mike Trout. He played in the big leagues, didn't he? Yeah, of course he did. For the yeah. yes, right? Casey Koshman, he was the yeah. number one overall right. draft pick. Yeah. This yeah. kid in high school, I think he hit like six fifty oh, his senior year. Oh god, Just yeah, insane. it was unbelievable. Yeah. So the crazy story about him when we would all be out on the weekends because his father was a was a professional um, scout, wasn't he? He was a scout. And every time it was, you would see Casey and his father because they lived literally a block away from the baseball diamond. They would be out there taking BP all day. day, so you knew Casey was going to be who he was every day, every night, consistently, and he had a great. Um, professional career, and he lives right down the street here. So, but he's a really good friend of mine. That's I awesome. thought you would. You would. Uh, yeah. There are so yeah. many great athletes from that part of the country. Well, first of all, congratulations. Yeah. Enjoy the evening. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of fun for you. Let's start with our uh, 2022 Browns recap. I want you to give your report card. Start overall. What the Browns overall grade is, and then grade Kevin Stefanski, and then the offense and the defense. I don't know if we have enough time for all of that, Jay, but I'll try. <laughs> overall, overall, I think this team definitely underachieved at, you know, 
in every aspect. You know, the only – to put a grade to it, I would say this team, and I'm being, let's say, a C, C minus. Okay. I'll, I'll give them a C minus for, for, for a grade because I think for what – Kevin Stefanski was able to do with an offense with a quarterback that really a lot of people didn't give a lot of credit to, didn't know he was going to play as well as he did. I thought he managed that position okay. All right. But on the defensive side, we've talked about it at nauseum. Joe Joe Woods, I know he's not there anymore. He was released the day after the season. Definitely that side of the group underachieving. If they played marginally better, this team could possibly be playing for a playoff spot. You know, two or three games. I go back to the Jets game, beginning of the year. The defense lost that game. So, um, and then special teams just completely fell apart. You got to, and, and Prefer is still there for whatever reason. But uh, overall, I give the, the the this team a C minus. As far as Kevin Stefanski, he's right up there. I give him a, I give him a C minus as well. And okay. I think only because he was in, I'm sure he was heavily in the mix with the bringing Deshaun Watson over from Houston. I feel like that's the only saving great. Listen, I don't want to feel like I don't want to seem like I'm defending Kevin Stefanski. I'm with Bull. I'm I'm done defending this guy. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. to defend. You know, I'm I'm over that. But he's still here. Don't worry. He right. he was heavily involved in the Deshaun Watson uh, bringing him over, and I think they couldn't pull the they couldn't rip the cord right away. So uh, I think you got to give him another year now. This year, if he doesn't prove that he could take this team over the hump, he's got to go. It, no, it, no doubt, you, he's got to go. And yeah. uh, as far as as far as next steps, as far as what this team needs, um, definitely they let two guys just walk out of the building. That I know you guys were talking about it briefly. Those are two guys that have former head coaching experience that have a personality. And I think I heard you guys talk about Jim Swartz in yeah, terms what's of his brand. His, yeah, so. I never played for Jim Swartz, but I've spent some time around him. He's a no-nonsense guy. Okay, and good. If anybody, if anybody can come in and light a fire up under anyone's tail, it's him. He's a no-nonsense guy. You either love him or you or you hate him. But he's gonna he's gonna push guys. He, no matter if you're Miles Garrett or a guy off the street, he's gonna push you. He's gonna be the same way. So, again, I go back to I heard Brad say this earlier. It's about it's about personality. Who can motivate these guys? Who are the, who can you bring in to get this defense to play up to their potential and far exceed it? And who I do think you want? that man. If it would I don't know. I don't know who's out there. I, I I don't know. I mean, Brian Flores and Jim Schwartz, I like them. I like Brian Flores, his uh, his his scheme, but I don't know if I don't know him well enough to know if his personality will be able right. to galvanize guys you know be able to say Kevin Stefanski needs a guy that he can close his eyes and say you know what you run the defense I don't need I don't need to walk in the meeting room I know you're going to handle it and you're going to make me look good Um, I don't know what other guys could potentially come um, come available at this moment but the 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 name that comes to mind to me he's securing his spot and he's probably going to get a head coaching position somewhere is um former player defensive coordinator for the san francisco 49ers i think he's the hottest yeah d'amico ryan yeah he's not coming here he's not coming he's real quick Cotchman played for the indians in 2012 i forgot sure did briefly yeah yeah hey dq let me ask you a question i'm gonna go back to flores right um my question to you is about flores is this it always struck me strange when the thing jumped off in Miami with Flores, right? Mm-hmm. The players didn't never really 
pop mm-hmm. up to prop him up. Yeah. What's that? What's that say? <laughs> it, it says a slave contract. That's what that is. Be who you can afford to be. And a lot of guys weren't in a position they should have took this moment as a guy that, you know, he's a head coach. He obviously is about accountability, obviously, because he basically put his career on the line for his integrity. Right. And if I were a coach, I, if I were on that team, obviously, if I'm a veteran at a point where I was in the middle of my career, where I had a, a, a good uh, hold of my career where I was, I would have no, undoubtedly defended this guy. But you're think. right. There wasn't a lot of right. talk about players defending him and defending that, his credibility. I don't even remember people saying he was a good man, right? Well, I wonder, Brad, uh, is, is that because in DeQuan, maybe you know this, the, the, the way he handled Tua, like yeah. after you, they're, mm-hmm. they're basically saying that he wrecked Tua, right? wrecked him, mm-hmm. and that essentially what we're seeing from Tua now is a result of a reclamation, like a rebuilding of mm-hmm. Tua and right. his confidence. And I know that, you know, Miami is limping right now, but that's because two has been out. It's almost what's happened in Miami this year has almost been a referendum against Flores against Flores, Flores. right? That's why he's I not an offensive guy. He's but not an offensive guy this year than they did last no, year. No, but I'm going well, back to, I'm going back to once two went out. They, they're completely, what are they without two? Oh, and yeah. five the quill. I'm going back to your, 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 your uh, thinking about personalities, right? Because there's certain mm-hmm. things, right? There's a way to say that's a good dude without me jumping in your argument over here with with him and his, his match against the Dolphins, right? Somebody I don't recall anybody ever saying that's a good man. You know what I'm saying? And so to me, I like okay, well the signs of life that I'm looking for, maybe I missed them, but I didn't see them. So maybe when we thinking over here about Flores, maybe it's not a good fit. Maybe it wouldn't be a good fit here. I well, don't know. Do we not know that the, maybe some of the Dolphins players, who none of us will be following on Twitter, maybe they did say something on well, Twitter. Well, I know, but I mean, even in the national media, it wasn't like there was a rush to come out exactly. and say, what is right. going on here? And yeah. remember, he was just two games under 500 when he was let go. Now, there were a lot of people around the league saying, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. He gets two years and he's basically at 500. Coaches, if you're in that realm, you always get a third year. Right. And so I think what, what what's interesting is the Dolphins had sort of been of the mindset that two is not the guy mm-hmm. and the owner right. Stephen Ross, said, no, he is the guy. And so they run Flores. And then this year without Tua, the Dolphins are one and four and their only win was a nine, six win in week 17 but, against the Jets. But, but don't you with Tua, yeah. they're eight and three or Flores nine and three? Was there three years, by the way. Was he there three years? Yeah, he yeah, went, the first, first year was, was five there. and eleven. Was the, the year we're talking about that he was supposed to tank? Remember? Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. he went ten and six. Then he went nine and eight. So okay, so, so when do fire? When do coaches get fired after putting back to back winning seasons, seasons they together? Didn't go to well, playoffs, but so his, what? His, ten and six, nine and eight. To his defense, what if yeah. he was right? The knock against Tua for me is he's slight, he's smaller, and he's injury prone. Yeah. So, it but I think there's right. two things here, G. I think it's fair to say, like, I, I'm not a huge believer in Tua that he can sustain success. Mm-hmm. However, it seems from an outside view that Flores didn't handle that situation great. No, because yeah, that, he didn't that, give him the chance to have the best success because he, he was taking him out of the lineup. It was clear that he didn't believe in him. Dave, like he was right. your quarterback for that. Even if he you don't believe him, you got to make him think you do. 
I'm not Chan sure. Who... Chan Gailey, oh, I believe. Okay. I'll double check on that, but I believe Chan Gailey. For all three years? Yeah, Give me one wow. sec. I'll confirm. Because I'm saying, I'm, I'm not. Listen, I love the success Tua had this year. Obviously, I root for anybody that you know had all the you know had all the expectations coming in and kind of underachieved. And I, I, I agree with you guys. Brian Flores was like, "Yeah, you ruined. You potentially almost ruined a really good quarterback because he had success this year." But I'll go back to this is almost similar to the Kevin Stefanski situation, right? Like Brian Flores is a defensive guy, and if Chan Gailey was, you know, he's a a, far, a reputable offensive coordinator, then that's kind of uh, and you would think he would be in a, a guy that can identify talent. If it didn't work out with Chan Gailey, uh, man, that, that's that, I don't I don't understand that. I, yeah, I don't understand right. that. And by the way, it was Kevin, Gailey the last two years was right, the offensive right. coordinator. And yeah, you're right. I mean, typically his reputation is he's going to get the most out of guys. And you know, two is really two is a tough study because he's yeah. been two different guys in the league. Mm-hmm. And and I will also have to mention that they gave him some really nice pieces this year. I mean, he got Ferraris. Yeah, they gave him they gave him some really nice pieces, and it only stands to reason that the offense improved. Right, he's one hit away, and I hate to say that. I I see, I see Steve Young. He is one hit away from them taking his helmet and say, "Listen." You can't do this, no. Right, right, right. And it's a shame. Yeah, but I haven't seen that in a while. You know why, G? Remember what happened with Tua early in the season when he yeah. fell to his knees and yeah. he got up and oh, they yeah. played it off like, oh, it was it was a back, it wasn't it was a head. back. That was the managed problem, right? right. And they anyone with two eyes next week, yeah, anyone with two eyes, no, like that was something more. There was something more to that than just a back. That well, was and then, and then a, a couple of weeks later. When he actually gets the stiff arm after the hit, oh, that was the next week, doesn't it? But it was no, a, right. that was the very next week. Yeah. That was the next week. Yeah. I thought it was practice. the next game he played. No, no that, that was the, the next he, week. He did not miss a game after that first hit. Oh, no, he, came he back played against the that's Bengals. Worse. He played the Bengals right. the next week, and that's when it happened. The Bengals had the all-white uniforms. And then Tyreek Hill said he gonna go to his house, knock on his door, and say, "Hey, you playing this week?" No, <laughs> that ain't the way it's I mean, working. Tyreek Hill's not the sharpest. Dude, I, I yeah, know. I mean, honest. like he he said it with a straight face. I'm like, <laughs> great this, We we you know we get into the thing, but that's the problem. If you got a quarterback right. like this, right, and you're like, all right, can I win with this? Yeah, I can win. I get to the playoffs, but but I need right. a quarterback that's gonna make some sort you, of. You didn't you didn't mess me up when Tyreek Hill said he going to his house. He said he going to his house. But to, well, I want to get I want to get back to the DC I'm for a minute. Up now. Is there a guy? Obviously, you played in the league a long time. Is there a guy that comes to mind um, that maybe coached you, or maybe you played with somebody who's a coach now that you that that maybe a guy we're not even talking about that you think might be a good person to be the Browns DC? Yeah, I think I, I mentioned it maybe a few weeks back. It was a guy named Billy Davis. He was the linebackers coach for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. When I tell you, I've never learned. I've learned more football from him in two years than I ever have throughout my entire career. And wow. he's a guy that has a personality. Mm-hmm. He can relate to everyone. He can motivate everyone. And wow. he feels like one of the one of one of your guys. And before his stint with the uh Arizona Cardinals, he was with the Ohio State Buckeyes. So he's been around forever. Ooh, he's been he's had Billy Davis? Um, Billy Davis. Oh, Billy. He's is, held, he, is he still he in Arizona? At- no, he uh because they released the, they they fired the head coach. I'm I'm sure everyone's in flux right now. Yeah. So wow. uh, Billy Davis, he, he Cleveland, was, reach out to him. So he was so he was he was a defensive coordinator under um, Ken Wisenhunt years ago yeah. with oh, yeah. the Arizona Cardinals. 
He was linebacker coach for Cleveland. He's held multiple defensive coordinator positions, but he's never really had a moment to, you know, climb the ladder to have his name mixed in from uh, to a head coach. But in terms of personality and X's and O's, uh, tax style defense, motivator, all those things, he's definitely a guy that flies under the radar that people don't really talk about that I had a ton of respect for and success with, honestly. Do, do you, I, I don't know why this game popped in my head. Uh, what if they offer? What if they brought Marvin Lewis in for an interview as mm. a defensive coordinator? I mean, wow. he hasn't been a DC in like twenty-five years, though. Yeah, mm. I mean, he's. I mean, he was. How old is Marvin? He's probably in, in his sixties. I mean, is he <clears> even <throat> still coaching? Wasn't he coaching? Wasn't he like working on a no. college staff or something? Or no? I, I can't remember. Yeah, I have a I've Google him once. Marvin Roll Lewis it. was a special advisor on Herm Edwards, Arizona State staff. Okay, that's he's also 65, 64 will turn sixty five. Yeah, it's a little. Season. Yeah, that's old. Jim Schwartz is not yeah, that I young can't. either. Yeah, I can't Nobody think of young. Of up no, huh. I like the guy. I like the guy in Denver, Dequel. Avijo Abero. I know he's got a couple head coaching mm-hmm. interviews, but mm-hmm. he did a hell of a job yeah, in Denver yeah. defense this year. Where yeah, their offense was abysmal. Yeah, but if he's the D.C. in Denver, how could he leave? Well, because their head, their head coach got fired. But if he has a contract with them, I don't know what his contract what are the, most is. Of the, they are, might want to keep him. Yeah, I know a lot of the position coaches are year-to-year with yeah. their from contracts, Denver, but that, the coordinators that, usually have. That guy from Denver? Yeah. Right, but what I'm saying yeah, is he, Denver may say to the new head coach, Hey, whoever you, you we love you, but you got to keep this guy. <laughs> or Denver may right. say we love him so much he's our head coach. Right, that could happen. He did too. interview for the head coaching position, but yeah. he turned down the interim tag. He didn't want to be the interim head coach. Oh, when that's he fired Hackett, and then he did interview for the full time gig. Okay, Vic, that's really interesting. There's Vic Fangio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Vic Fangio's really out guy, there too. Yeah. yeah. No. I want the next no. Bill yeah, Belichick. Yeah. Sean Payton, Sean Payton said he's going to bring Belichick Fangio for me? with him. By the way, what's that? Sean Payton already said Vic Fangio is going to be my DC <clears throat> wherever I go. Well, he's already put his staff okay. together. He doesn't even have a job. <laughs> be, they're going to bring Tom Brady to the Saints, right? That's the rumor. The what? rumor is that F- Payton's coming back Don't to the we, Saints and he's Find Brady me Mike with Singletary. Where are you at? Five, where are you at? Uh, Mike Singletary. No, 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 Wait, no, 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 yeah. Like he would break every rule set up to protect the well-being of the players. <laughs> Where There's three no a day. way players will play for him. Oh I my god! You. Full contact, three a day. Full contact every oh, day oh, in the meeting room. <laughs> it is not happening. I love the guy, but he yeah. just. Oh, he, 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 he's, I think he's old gen- school. Old school. I love it, but it I think in general, it's very rare. It's very rare in any sport <laughs> that a Hall of Fame caliber player <laughs> no. is a good oh, culture man. You're right. You're right. Very rare. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's the- like even Mike Vrabel is a good player, but like who's the how many Hall of Fame players have been great coaches and managers? Uh, Mike Ditka was a Hall of Fame player right. and won a Super Bowl. And I mean, Larry Bird was Larry Bird. A, Larry, 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 Larry Bird was interesting. Larry Bird had some success as a coach and as a general yeah. manager. Yeah, yeah. Like, it but was weird. Never broke through and won a title. Never Magic a title. Johnson, abysmal as a coach. Yeah. What he do? He lasted nine <laughs> games. 
Isaiah Thomas. I'm out of here. Pat Riley and Thomas. Pat Riley. But he was Pat Riley was a fringe player. Okay. He, he did win a championship, but as a fringe player. Rudy yeah. Tomjanovich, fringe guy. Yeah, got punched in the face, and that was Michael's <laughs> 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 face. Was it was a pinch hitter, basically? Yeah, okay. yeah. It's, it's really tough. But the stars, Pete Rose. You know what? Pete Rose wasn't a bad manager. What you mean? No, he was not a bad manager. Except for except he started doing like this. Yeah, give me. Yeah, I'm taking the under, man. I'm throwing a big today. I'm throwing, I'm throwing a, 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 a Yo, Vito, 500 on red. For the clubhouse phone. Hey, somebody should have told him that no, no. legal Ohio back then, was it? He did always G. bet. I thought it was G. ironic that he placed the first legal hey, bet in Ohio. Hey, right. hey Jay. For the, for the clubhouse phone, you walk over there and pick up the clubhouse phone. All right, because uh, that was before the cell phone. All right, now you know. Not a coach, but I got a football player that we all know well. It was a great GM. Great player, great GM. John Lynch. Lynch. Ozzie oh, John Lynch. Ozzy Newsom. Got to be the greatest Newsom. of all time. Ozzie He's right. the greatest of all time. There it is. Yeah, no doubt. One of the best no players doubt. ever and one of the great GMs. Jaquel, you want to coach? No. Uh, you know what? I'm actually meeting with um, – uh, the head coach from Maryland actually later today to talk about wow. uh, potentially getting back into it. So, yeah. Uh, and, and, I you actually, and you tell Loxley I sent him a message, right? I did hey, listen. Hey, today, seriously, I did him a favor. I DM'd him with something, all right? Oh, Paul, that would be a great place to start because expectations, although they're rising in Maryland, you know, mm-hmm. you've got other horses in there. Whatever success you have yeah. automatically rubber yeah. stamps you towards better jobs because – and they're on the rise, yeah. man. You tell yeah, listen, to go it, see it, Cheyenne. Go see Cheyenne. Okay. He'll know yeah, but I, Cheyenne. we don't want to lose okay. the 12 from the show, selfishly. No, he'll still do the show. <laughs> of course. No, I still do the show. All right. See? Yeah, he'll still yeah, do the show. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love this <laughs> Yeah. And you know, Love you guys so much. And you know, Tua. You I know, think Jaquel would make a great coach. You know, really Tua. You know, Tua's brother signed a ten-year contract with Maryland. He's been there forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you gotta stop. He got a deal. That ain't nil. They signed him ball, to a ten-year. He could ball. Listen, he's thirty-five. It. He should. Yeah. Well, I think he's forty-five. <laughs> How hey, you the older, He graduated high school the same year Jaquel did. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You got why jokes. I love that boy, man. Why yeah, love I like his tag. McNuggets is working on his jokes for his uh, comedy stint. I like right. that too. I do have to do a stand-up routine yeah. to Quell. You may or may not catch a stray okay. in there. I'm just telling you right now. Are we doing headlines? Yeah, I, I, we only I, I do headlines, but to Quell, before we do headlines, we had Bernard Pollard on earlier this week, who was awesome, by the way. Oh, yeah. I know, I, know I texted great. you about any stories, and you, you didn't know him personally. He said he didn't know you personally, <laughs> but it's always cool when we hear the mutual respect between players who played in the same era who don't know each other. I mean, when I texted you, you mm. said he was one of the, you know, hardest hitters in the league. Always respected oh, his yeah. game. He had the same thing to say about you. It, it's just cool to see that when guys don't know each other, who maybe we bring together through the show, it's just kind of a cool moment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know all black people know each other. All <laughs> <laughs> your cousins. Oh, we we like my, my cousin, second, my, my my grandmother's second cousin, twice removed. Dequell, we we all yeah. went to the, I saw him at the family reunion in Alabama. What are you well, talking about? By the way. You know, you say all black people know each other. We all get an invite to the family reunion. Yeah. I, I say all Jewish people know each other. Oh, this is less of us. That is fact. <laughs> that is true. I have I've had a number of people say, I knew a Jewish guy in high school. His name was like I would know him. Yeah. This <laughs> random Jewish guy in Ohio. Bull does not get the, the mailing letter. Oh. And they do have you do have a paper. We do. The By Jewish the way. News. Yeah. Yeah. All right, McNuggets, let's t- let's do headlines. <laughs> 
All right, Dequel, you are. we're going to include you in this little segment because you are on this list to give people a okay. context of what's going to happen. We did headlines every Friday for 17 weeks of the season, and we funneled them down to our three favorites, and we're going to put it up to a vote. Now, for the record, all four of you are excluded on the panel from making the final three. We can't vote? No, you're going to no, vote on the winner, but we didn't want you guys three. voting on yourself. There was not enough people. So these are no. from yeah, people who are not you four. Are we basing them on how funny they are? Just or? your favorite. It's just your favorite. But is it is it, is it accuracy? Does accuracy matter? No, just your favorite headline. Okay, your favorite good. headline. All right. So this right. is not this is honorable mention. Anthony did a phenomenal job making these all season long. So Anthony wants to put his favorite. Yeah, he up did. There. So this was Anthony's Great favorite job, that Ant. he made. Browns uh, March of the Penguins. Browns get that waddled. That was Brad, up. wasn't it? No, that, no, that was my, Anthony. That wasn't. Anthony oh, that was Anthony. Himself. Browns get wiggled. That was Anthony's up. production one. So shout out Anthony for making these. Oh, uh, yeah, phenomenal. They... That is not up for the vote. The next three okay. are and the they... three that me, Anthony, and Earl accurate. agreed upon. Were three favorites, oh, not from you guys today. Yes. We're gonna vote on a winner, just like the NBA All Star Game. There's a fan vote, so the poll's going up on YouTube. Yeah. And there's a vote from you guys. Okay. The first one mm-hmm. up for contention. Take it, Steve. Kicker saves sinking ship. Cade York late field goal puts Browns over Ravens. This is from Tyvis. Life was good back then. It didn't happen. Accuracy, 0 out of 10. Creativity, very high. If if he had used that against the Panthers, then it would have been appropriate. Hey, man, can you imagine? Do you imagine? Do you know how high on the horse we was after the Panthers game? Yeah. We was feeling ourselves hard. We was feeling ourselves something vicious. We was out here just da- dapping it up. The kicker was everything was, was everything was good. Everything was well, good, yeah. and then mm-hmm. the Jets game happened. Yeah, yeah, but really, we should have known better. I mean, if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We they could have really brought the Panthers season. back right. to take the right, lead in right, that game. Right. That game was an L. It's <laughs> a good thing. Go back to the postgame show. Right. That was Bull it. almost stroked out. I did. Yeah. That game was right an L, the and the reason it was an L was because Baker brought them back. Right. It was crazy. And, and then somehow this team grabbed a victory from the jaws of defeat, and in that yeah. moment we and were fooled. We were like, oh, we're going to be. We all took the bait. Sure we took it hard. You guys ready for number two? In our team. Number two. Let's see number two here, Steve. Dequel, this one's from you. Battle within Browns continue. Browns all bark. Oh, you know what? Light. Oh, you know what? What week was that? Yeah, this was for the Bills game. Facts. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Browns all bark. I don't want any Browns. That's facts. That's pretty accurate. That's the drama. Yeah, what was the drama? Why were they infighting? There was too much to remember. Speaking of infighting, uh, we've been tag board full. Uh, This is breaking news at the moment right now from Adam Schefter. Uh Let's take it full real quick. Uh, Jadavian Clowney issued an apology to Miles Garrett. As a son and a parent, I want to fully apologize to anyone I offended, specifically Miles Garrett and his family. My words in the locker room were not only taken out of context, but completely misrepresented. As a man, I have reached out to Miles specifically to apologize. I will continue to learn and grow 
as I move forward. You know what that is? Can we get Mary Kay on the line? That's throwing shade he, at Mary he, Kay he's right now. Grace to come back. He's saving grace to come back. That, 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 that's exactly right. What it is. That's exactly yeah. what he's doing. What he's doing is his mm-hmm. agent told him, Jadavion, I'm hearing from a lot of teams that they're worried about what kind of teammate you are. Right. You better try to make this good. You know, and that's what, what that stop is. Stop with this out-of-context nonsense. Another and misrepresented. They're See, your words. He, yeah. did, he you just basically threw Mary Kay all the way up under the that's, bus. That's garbage. And we specifically right. asked her, in what context did she have that conversation? She said, I was just talking in the locker room. I walked up to him and said, hey, how you doing? And I felt like he was going to tell this to anybody. I was just happy to be the one who asked him what was going on. And he went into it. Yeah, but you know what? I think he was he, he, he selectively picked her because yep. he knows the cachet she has. Yep. yep. And also, mm-hmm. look, okay, she may not have asked him anything, but he was ready. Right. He had both right. barrels loaded right. and he said what he said. And he and meant give me it. A break. And, and now he's going to backpedal from it. And fine that he it. apologizes to Miles. He should. That's should. all right. But you yeah. don't need to throw Mary Kay under the bus. But that's this lame. public, you know, this public thing here—that's yeah. all because his agent is hearing from teams. Yep. They're concerned what kind of teammate you're going to be. And his production ain't that good. Right. So they. This, and it sounds like him. he had two sacks. Two. Two. Yeah, and it sounds like he didn't really have a really good relationship with Joe Woods. Joe Woods was his – he was aiming all of that direction towards, and he's no longer there. So now he sees this as an opportunity. Like like Jay said, his agent, he has some time to think about it. It's like, I don't – the whole back – have a lot of time to think about it, Quill. Lean into <laughs> it. And it's just like Joe Woods was your issue. You just – you should have named a name if you were mm. going to go that route. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Now yeah. he's no longer there. Now it's all – everything is all peaches Pick and cream. Side. I want to follow Save Grace. He put Miles. He put Miles Garrett's name in his mouth yeah. when he shouldn't have. Yeah, right. That was a huge mistake, right. and that was a like, massive mistake. So I mean, you know, right. it is what it is. But I, I, I see right through that. That's too contrived. What's the uh, last, the last headline word. that we're gonna vote? Hold on, Dequell wanted to say oh, something. Dequel. I was gonna say, mark my word. If this offense can play better next year with Deshaun Watson having a full offseason, Miles Garrett, I'm saying it right now. He's gonna be up for Defensive Player of the Year. With 16, well, he finished with 15, 16 sacks. Yeah, this guy 16, could potentially break the sack record with a good offense next year. If Deshaun yeah, Watson, this offense can play up the par. I hope so. Yep. Go I ahead. love that. Mm-hmm. I hope that happens. All right. Headline number three that we're going to vote. This is from our friend, Mr. Jason Lloyd. Take it, Steve. Browns pull out their Chubb. Nick Chubb rushes for two TDs in the win. Yeah, that's the winner. That's the winner. Got to go. Yeah, that's the winner. I like the word. I'm safe for work. That's crazy. You got Bob DQ. That's the winner. That's crazy. Browns pull out their Chubb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think that's the unanimous winner. Now, the other question, and also, he was right. And he won in Halloween. He was right. He was right. And they did win by more than two touchdowns. So, it was both accurate and entertaining yeah. and creative. <laughs> right. So right. leave it to the that's, newspaper yeah, guy yeah, to win yeah, that yeah. contest. That's what he, does. That's what he Cheater. does. It's, it's <laughs> only it's only half the vote. The YouTube chat is going to be the other yeah. 50%. The, trust me, that's I think winning. We're all in agreement. That's winning. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Dequel. a fan favorite. Good luck, man. Wait, before Dequell goes, Dequell, give us your picks uh, rapid fire for the uh, for the playoffs this weekend. You want me to list off the games? Want to list off the games? Yeah, yeah, list off the games. All right, here they are. Now, do you want to pick just straight winners or do you want to pick with the spread? Okay, straight winners. winners. San Francisco against Seattle. San Francisco. Minnesota against the Giants. Ooh. I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan in crunch time. 
And oh, Danny God. Dines. Man, I took Danny Dines. I'm going Giants. I'm All going right. Giants. Interesting. Dallas at Tampa Bay. Ooh. You know what? I want to say t- I'm going with Tampa Bay just so I can witness all the hype and what's going to happen in Dallas and that camp and Jerry Jones and yeah. what's going to happen. With this year. I just, I'm going with Tampa. I'm going with all Tampa. Right. The game and then in the Tampa. AFC, no. Chargers, Jacksonville. Chargers. Chargers for sure. Buffalo, Chargers. Miami. Buffalo. Cincinnati, Baltimore. Yeah, Cincinnati. That's yeah. an easy one. I think Cincinnati. the AFC games are slam dunks. Yeah. Dequell's going to yeah, be moving to Thursday down. starting next week. Yes. Dequell, Thanks, we will Dequel. see you next Thursday. Hey, let us know how that Maryland thing goes, too. Yeah, and yeah, good yeah luck absolutely. And enjoy will, your I Hall will. of Fame induction tonight. That's always a great time. Tell your boy to check his right, DMs. Thanks, yep, you bet. All right, I will. I, I'll make sure he checks them. All right, <laughs> take care. Hall of Famer DQ. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.